<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not an I, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. I'm not a person that's wowed by the people that follow you. I'm amazed by how people talk about you. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, because you could buy followers. You know what I mean? Or you can go viral and get a gang of people to follow you just off of that viral moment. But when you got a gang of people following you because of your hard work and they speak highly of you, I'm impressed by that. And thank you, brother. Hey, so hey, once again, this is Baylor, the great Baylorism, Ronald Taylor Jr. And hey, thank you, man, for real. I really appreciate that. Let's see. What's up, good people? What's happening? It is your host, Mr. D713, back with Everything Culture. You know what? It's Drake. Y'all know. Some of y'all know me. Just know me as Drake, but y'all know what it is. We are back with another Makings of You. But tonight, man, it's been a long, long time coming. I got the one, the only, BTG, Baylorism, the Baylor the Great, you know, the the Mr. I'm all all over the place. The Mr. I'm too cool. Mr. West Coast representer. Mr. Hooper dad. You know, Mr. Family man. You know, Mr. Hey, somebody come get stoned. You know, this dude right here has been like a staple in the podcast game, in my opinion. You know, you know, selling it out to Trump, living how you're the best you can live it. Um, and hey, he's been a brother in the game. Not only that, he's with numerous other podcasts and he he's won it all over, but he's also my brother and co-host on Black Horror Humor. So, man, hey, let, 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 let's go ahead and give him a good round of applause real quick for my man, Baylor the Great. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. What's happening, man? <laughs> oh, man, you got it. I'm trying, to it, it, man. trying to get All it, right, man. Trying to get it, man. I definitely cut my hand off. I definitely <laughs> would. Oh, are we at, we at that age yet? That, that, that's that's like common. That's a formality with us now, you know. Yeah, hey, we, I love we there. Hey, we there. That's a respected it, man. So you've been on the making of you before. That's like some mm-hmm. just some stuff I'm gonna bring back for y'all. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Y'all have to check about it though. But we about to run it back because it was a long time ago. Blame it on me completely. 
But I want to redo it because, man, I didn't put through some new questions in here. You know, it's been some time we've grown, we've learned, made some things to change. But mm-hmm. welcome back to the Making You Baby. Thank yeah. y'all for joining us. Okay. So, you know, we're going to start out, you know, same questions, you know, that everybody else would get. Just a few changes and tweaks, you know, because it's different people for different things. But mm-hmm. let's start off with the first one, man. How would you describe yourself? You know what? I would say optimistic now. I don't, I don't know if I said that the last time, but this time is definitely optimistic. Love that. Love that. Okay. What do you identify as? And again, I don't even know the last answer, but don't even worry about the last time around. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see what that answer was then versus now. Oh yeah. Um, honestly, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anymore. Hmm. We're getting a little deep on me. Okay, man. Yeah, I don't know anymore. Like, I, I, I have an idea of, you know, who I want to be or who I think I am, but I honestly don't know. Mm. Hey. I, I, first, I'm getting that one, I think. Okay. Thank you, Baylor. Well, how about this? How would you describe your culture? Oh, life the culture that i'm a part of creates life like without without the culture that i'm a part of i don't think the world turns Mm. no i'm a part of i'm I'm, I'm a part of hip-hop i'm a part of historical uh black pain i'm a part of passion i'm a part of creativity and that's all under I think that's all under my culture. Man. Hey, yeah, man. You, you, I'll be trying to tell y'all about Baylor, man. This is just kick question number three. And we in it. What's your zodiac sign? What what do you represent? I'm a Capricorn. Capricorn. December. Capricorn. Yeah. I actually kick it off December twenty-third. Okay. Rolling the party. Okay. Capricorn yeah. is goats, right? Uh yeah yeah uh, yeah okay okay yeah we didn't we didn't go we didn't go I didn't say y'all were the goat I said y'all <laughs> are the goat just <laughs> 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 say that okay just want to get that confused but clarification don't hurt but all right all right how would you define your childhood and your upbringing I would say. I was I would call it like tainted perfection, meaning that we didn't get I didn't I didn't get what I needed to be in a better uh, space now. But I enjoyed every bit of my childhood. You know what I mean? Because I was I was born I was born in the 80s, raised in the 90s. And between those two decades, man, came a lot of you had to be creative from the movies that I watched the TV shows, to going outside, making friends on the block, water balloon fights, basketball, riding the bikes, playing in the mud. Um, you know, know nothing about that. No, nah, like w- when you first really get a, you know, my first major crush was like in a fourth grade. 
Her name was Tiffany. I had a huge crush on Vanity, uh, Janet Jackson. You know what I'm saying? My one of my favorite TV shows is a different world. Um, yeah, so I would have to say it's tainted because again, like my my parents wasn't, you know, they didn't get the they they didn't they would I wouldn't say they wouldn't raise right, but they were missing some things. So you already know when you're missing a couple of things, you're not able to teach fully. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get that. You know, there's a lot of things that I didn't grow up learning and I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm paying for it now, but I'm just, or you just call me a late bloomer in, in a certain aspect. Hey, I respect it, man. Hey, but I see what you're doing out here, man. Hey, doing a great job, player. I don't have I to say that. It. Hey, tip the hat to you, baby. Okay, thank you. And once again, thank you for sharing. So you touched on it a little bit. So coming up, what were the roles of your parents in the household or in your life? Um, well, from the, from the moment I was born to the, to the day that I moved out, uh, my mom was a single parent. So when she was with my pops, it was, they were still in, you know, they were still in, uh, high school, uh, well, last year, high school. And, um, you know, my dad, my dad was quote unquote a player. You know what I'm saying? One of the best basketball one of the best basketball players in the city, but his downfall was women. You know what I'm saying? So that didn't work out. Um, and so my mom pretty much she pretty much raised three boys. Uh majority of of her life, she raised three boys by herself. So um, you know, my household was it was full of love. But it was also you could you could understand and feel that struggle too of a single parent. All right, man. Thank you. And we I, I understand. I feel you, baby. Um and you touched on it for a second too, but you say you got um uh, two brothers. Uh well, how many siblings do you have and where do you fall within your sibling? Well, be on my mother's side, on my mother's side I have two brothers. I'm the middle child. So I had to deal with that as well. <laughs> okay. uh, on, on my on my father's side, I have two brothers, and I have a total of three sisters, and I'm the oldest. You know what I mean? So that was different. But the thing is, my my siblings on my dad's side were born, born and raised in Bakersfield, which is about two hours away from LA. But the culture is different. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Um, he did a great job, even though he wasn't an in-home parent. He did a great job on keeping us connected. Yeah. You know, if I would, I would go out there on holidays and in the summertime and things like that. So I knew my, I knew my brothers and sisters. Yeah, love, love it, love it. And the oldest in the middle, I like that. Yeah, middle child syndrome is oh, yeah. is much more. Uh, it's much more stronger than the older sibling type of thing. So yeah, I really struggle from the middle child. I'm about to say thing. y'all a whole culture by yourself. I promise yeah. you. That. Uh, I'm I'm not the middle child, but I've sat back and paid attention. I'm like, I really be going through that <laughs> being left behind situation. <laughs> and, but you want to know what though? Um, before my mom passed away, she made me realize that I was I was the glue. Um, because 
when she and it all came together when my mom actually passed away, you know, everybody was emotional. Yeah. But I'm the I, I'm the one that, you know, I realized what she meant. You know what I mean? When that when when I got older, she actually told me like on her deathbed that she always wanted us to stay in the same house together. So she never really wanted us to move out. And but as the middle child, you know, I tried to move out when I was like 17, 18 years old. Didn't really work out, moved back. But there were a few times where I moved out and moved back into my mom's house. You know what I mean? And looking back at it like that was my safe haven, that was my safety net. And I I believe a lot of people should have that, you know. Because in our culture, and I'm not saying our culture is perfect, because the first thing that we we do is, you know, when our kid turns 18, then we believe that it's time for them to leave. Yeah. They not they know we're near prepared for this world. And my mom never forced us out the house. And she even said us as a grown man that she slept better at night knowing that all three of her sons were under one one roof, you know? Yeah. No matter how old we got. I know we we've touched on it before, like way back in season one, um, with everything culture. Um, I have I mean, I got I can't remember the name of the episode right now, but that's something I would love to circle back with and have another conversation about. Um I think it's um Grownish may have been the name of the show. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, we're gonna touch on that. But man, I, I love the perspective and the change and what we see in our culture, you know, what it looks like. Okay, so how do you feel about your education so far in life? You know, what you've been taught. I felt like um, I definitely should have taken education a little bit more serious and probably stuck with it a little bit longer than I did because I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of my friends who did stick it out a little bit longer. I'm seeing their fruits. You know what I mean? And um, not just education. Uh, as far as from the school system, but education from my, uh, you know, my mom, you know, saying people that I looked up to when she told me before, well, not even before I graduated, she, after I graduated and I, you know, after you graduate, if you not, you know, if you haven't applied to a certain amount of colleges or accepted into a certain amount of colleges, you know what I mean? Now you're in that stage where, what are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, for a lot of us, or I would say for some of us, um, community college is always there. Um, and it's also an excellent step to go because it's the cheapest route. But, um, you know, a kid from L.A., from South Central, our dream is to get out of the hood. You know what I mean? So we're not really looking at that stepping block. But I remember my mom telling me, I want you to enroll into this uh, eight-week janitorial class. And me, young mind said, I'm not thinking like, what? I'm not about to be going around. Not, and there wasn't no disrespect to janitors and custodians and stuff like that. But it was like, at 18, we're not really thinking about that. At that young age, you know? right. Yeah, but I remember, I'll never forget because shout out to my mom, man. Yo, they started off, they were starting off back in, and this was like 2000, this was 2001. I graduated in 2001. They started off at 1083. That was good money back then. That was was very good money. And they was passing out 
you know, they was passing out, uh, you know, like 10 hour shifts. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and I just, it, I, 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 I tried it and then I liked it, but there were some politics involved at certain places, certain permanent positions that played into it. But I felt like I could have done something better to be in a better position regardless. So I can't really blame somebody else for my downfall when it comes to that, because just imagine, you know, me starting in, you know, the year 2001, all the way up to 2021, bro, I'm, I'm a totally different person if I stuck with it. Absolutely. You know, but hey, that's why we, it's the makings of BTG. It's the makings of Baylor today, man. So, you know, <laughs> once again, everything you say is your story, you know, ain't nobody else can write it but you. Um, right. But I know when you're talking about, I was just thinking in 2001, like, let, 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 me, let me paint the picture for some of y'all out there. Minimum wage, I think, was five fifteen in Texas. Mm. Unfortunately, mm. minimum wage still like seven twenty five, but that's a whole other conversation. That's crazy. But let's get back to my man Baylor. <laughs> so, where yeah. do you consider home? With my with my family. All right, all right. With my kids, my wife. Love that. Coming up. Did you have any chores? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I remember when I remember when I tried to be a tough guy or even be a lazy guy and forget to do the dishes before mom got home. She got my ass right up on a school night too. And I re- and I never forget because I hate washing dishes at eleven o'clock at night. But like and you know, I don't I don't sleep with socks on. So I'm in the kitchen, no socks on, you know. Well that wait, wait, let me sit down. <clears throat> Now you were talking about you you in that kitchen busting them suds and your feet getting wet. <laughs> yeah, my feet my feet getting wet, and we didn't always have it good. Like, and honestly, we didn't really have it good till later on. But we was in some tough situations where our plumbing wasn't a one. And I remember our sink used to get stopped up a lot, and we used to have to uh, wash dishes inside of a big ass gumbo pot. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and yeah. then. Yeah, because the water would get stopped up in the sink. Mm-hmm. So we used to put the water in the pot or whatever, dish liquid, and wash that. Then we put the clean dishes to the side, go dump the pot out, and then rinse the dishes inside the pot, and then, you know, put them on the strainer. Hey, that's what you got. Survival right there. I mean, everything you just said, I forgot I used to do the same thing at times, man. Like, God bless where we at right now, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Time and time. So, man, if you, you know, like you say, you know, mama was going to get you up 11 o'clock at night. But let's yeah. say, you know, she needed a little something, you needed to do something else. You know, or, you know, how did your mom discipline you or your people discipline you coming up? My mom never really gave me a whooping like that. Even though I did get my ass whooped, it wasn't by her a lot, I would say. Not a lot, not a lot, but my but my step pops, oh man, I'm talking about vicious ass whoops. <laughs> oh man, I'm talking about those ones where they move your hand, move your hand. You know what I mean? Um, face, hold on, <laughs> face. I know a lot of people over here just like, oh my goodness, if you, hey, it's a, it's, a, it's an experience. But when you said move that hand, I'm like, I'm already thinking of that little 
that meme that kid is like. <laughs> nah, man, and and I and I'm not gonna lie, like that might be brutal in today's you know with today's culture. You know what I mean? Uh, but that. That that man, I love that man like he was my real father. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was that was the discipline. That was discipline back then. I, I, I mean, I got my ass whipped just like an average kid. You know, nothing out, outrageous. My little brother probably got it more than me because he was crazy. But And that was my question. Do you ever feel like you deserved it or was it helpful or needed? Yeah, the only time I didn't deserve verbal discipline is um, – the school did this twice. They actually got, there was another Ronald Taylor at the school who was obviously messing up. Uh, that that got me not, I couldn't play my senior year because of that. And it wasn't on me. But there was one time where uh, my grades had went to the house and there was, um, there was an error in my grading in one of my classes. My mom chewed my ass out. Yeah. And honestly, it only takes for your mom to say something to you to make you feel bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you don't want, you never want to let down your mom. And if you have a relationship with both of your parents, you don't want to let down either one of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's and that's how I felt. And I remember going to school, like walking. I've always, I've never really had to walk to school by myself uh, at, at certain schools. Some, some yes, but. For the most part, no. So middle school and high school, uh, well, one of the middle schools I went to, I, I, I used to walk with a gang of people, and they noticed that my mood was different, the vibes was different, and I was just crying on my way to school. But, you know, shout out to the to my home teacher. She actually called my mom that day because it messed up my whole day and straightened out everything. And then when I got back, you know how moms apologize. <laughs> you hungry. <laughs> Did you eat? Yeah. <laughs> oh, bro, man. Like, oh, that's why I asked that question. Um, the discipline. I, I say, you know, my makes you. I was like, man, I would take. I just, I got both, but I would take an ass of any day other than getting chewed out. Like, just yeah. stop. You know that that's a whole different experience. But once again, thank you for sharing with us, man. Um. So what were and what are your beliefs? I believe in a higher power. I believe in energy. Um, And I have my struggles with understanding if what we're reading inside the Bible is for us or not. Um, I I will never be ignorant to say that we're just here for no reason. But I'm also smart enough to know that we don't know everything. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, um, sometimes I sit in deep thought and half of the time it's probably often edible. And I just think about like what's on the other side? What's the next chapter? Where did my parents go? You know what I'm saying? All my lost homies, where do they end up at? You know, and then I've heard so many different type of stories and you can go down rabbit holes on YouTube and it's on you to pick and choose what you want to believe in. But at the end of the day, to me, it's like almost like a sit and wait to see what really happens. You know, I know I'm not I know we're just not here because of no, no big bang theory. 
You know what I'm saying? No disrespect to people that believe in that. But I think it, we're here for a purpose, for a lesson that we don't fully understand just yet. And I think sometimes we reach that. Sometimes we get messages, deja vu, the whole thing. And like, I think we, I think it hits us from time to time. We feel it. We can't explain it. And, but we just continue to go about life. You know, I ain't gonna be preaching with y'all right now, but you know, you keep on keep on searching, baby. Keep on going. You know, that's that's discernment right there. That's that Holy Ghost. Um, so if you could recommend a book, a movie, and a television shit series, what would you recommend? Of my no, not of my man. Uh I is it I of a tiger? Tears of a tiger. Tears of a tiger. Tears of a Tiger has the book. And you said a movie? Yeah, a movie. Mm, it's hard for me to choose. I bought my two, one of my two. It's yeah. actually three. Yeah, I yeah. actually got Breakfast Club, Friday, The Sandlot. That's a very diverse three right there, play it. Yeah. Uh those are those are my feel-good movies right there. And then uh A Different World. I wish I was going to Hillman College all the time. My wife and I are rewatching that right now. That's crazy that you say that. Like I never that's um that's my heart right there. We had a skip season three though. <laughs> <laughs> it was some real cheese ball stuff going on in season three. Man, yeah. but I love that atmosphere, like um you know what uh my church uh goes on like trips every year and i haven't been to that church in a minute and i'm not sure if they're still doing those trips or whatever but one year they did go to howard university um i had no money input i had no plans on going but you know how the lawyer works in mysterious ways a seat came available and they offered it to me and i took it and i'm an adult visiting the campus that you should just hear about, you know what I'm saying? Cause we don't have any, we do, technically we do have one out here, but it's not as big as the ones in the South and Midwest um, as far as the HBCUs. Yeah. So when I had got the opportunity to visit uh, Washington DC, we got to um, get a tour and I've actually been to two since then. We've been to uh, TSU as well, but uh, I, I visited Howard University and I fell in love with the campus. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a UCLA fan. UCLA was the first university that I've ever stepped foot on. That's why I'm a fan of UCLA to this day. Mm-hmm. But if I could rewrite history and I did get accepted into UCLA, I would still probably pick Howard University over them just because of the history, just because I want to, when you asked me, who am I? And I said, I don't know. It's because I don't know my history. Mm-hmm. And I want to, and I want to grasp one to something close to it. Hey, I felt that, man. I felt that, right? I mean, like, boom, I felt that. Um, the reason, hey, the reason why we do everything culture, man. You know, <laughs> every time I, every, I'm telling you, every time I start doing some research about something, I don't care what it is. It's like we're involved in it somehow, some way, and it blows my mind every time. And I'm like, even though I shouldn't be surprised because knowing how things, uh, once again, that's why I asked about education, too, how things are. But, man, it's just like, we, we're just so in depth in our culture, but it's not about hey. Let me not. 
this is the making of Baylor. You about to get me on one, boy. So hey, man, this is this is where this is why you see my peers joining gang. I mean, they know they one of their entire reasons for joining the gang is because they want to be a part of a family that's going to recognize them. And you know what I'm saying? Even though we're talking about negative actions and, and things like that, bro, they wouldn't get no love at home or their parents work too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they don't know who they are. Mm. And they get an identity inside of a game. Mm. You know, we got an episode called that. Know who you are. To the two-part. Mm. You feel me? And that's because it's deep. And, but that's why we're doing the makings of you. You know, we go get we go get that. You'll get that, baby. Um, if you can call three people to have a conversation with, who would those three people be? My mom, Nip. And my wife. Shout out to Marcy. What? Hey, when people talk about black love, hey, here it is right there. You know, gotta <laughs> love that, boy. Um, what has been an impactful moment in your life? I would honestly say uh, my marriage has been an impact because it has um, it has pushed me to work harder to take care of a family without having all the guidelines to it. You know what I mean? And then when you see the outcome or when you see like small results, that's a, that's a major impact to me because sometimes I, I am a, a cat that to sit down and reflect and look at everything and look at the small things and be like, damn, we did it. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or, or we're doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I would say my marriage because I'm not saying if I was single, I would be ripping and running the streets, but I already don't really have, I fully have an identity. At least I know I have an identity inside my marriage. I love that. It's beautiful. Uh, we already got our sound bite, ladies and gentlemen. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. This is one of our new ones. Since you, you know, you, you, hip, you know what it is. If, if you had to describe your life like a video game, what type of video game would it be? Would it be role playing? Would it be a versus? Would it be a battle royale? Would it be an adventure? It'd probably be an adventure, and it'd probably be very similar to. It'd be very similar to GTA and Mario, and and the reason why I say that is because GTA gives you free will. You know what I mean? So even though people love that game because of all of the negative things that you could do, it's still an option to do it. And then Super Mario is because uh, it's a mixture of things. Like you you trying to get to the next level mm. and you trying to get the woman of your life. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, hey, I'm glad I put that question in. You're right on time with the player. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you had a theme song, what would it be? Oh man, it's either gonna be, you know what? I love that question. It's either gonna be a different world or it's gonna be the Wayne Brothers. It could be Jamie Foxx. I love all those theme songs, man. I really do. Shit, it probably could be um Nah. I'm I'm gonna keep it at I'm gonna keep it at the Wayne's Brothers. Every time I hear the Wayne's Brothers, it that nostalgia feeling, like, it just takes me back to when they first start 
Fair you know, coming on. Right. No, the you know, but you know what though? I also like the second version though. Mm. When they come in with the chopping it up. Yeah. But the, yeah. That's De La Soul, right? De La Soul, I want to say. Yeah, De La Soul. I love, I love that one. I love that one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's very deep. The living um, single, all of them though. Like I hear any, you know, New York undercover, all that. Just boy, you take me back. You don't know nothing about no New York undercover. You hey know? man, I'm, hey, I'm out hey, here, hey. man. Hey, oh, um, hey! Shout out to Fox and USA, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Silk Stockings. But um, I, I was gonna. I'm laughing because my wife. I, I don't know if it's a bit or something she got to do. She said I have to learn the words of a different world. She want me to sing it to her. So low key, I just been learning it. Like she think I'm playing. I'm just gonna remember the whole thing. But man, you, hey, you let your wife know that I said this. As long as you know the words to Golden Girls, you good. Oh yeah, everybody know that. That's crazy. Yeah. Everybody know that. You know that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to our next question. How do you define joy? Mm. I think joy. I think there's two sides of joy. I think there's joy that you share with people, and I think there's joy that you have inside yourself. Uh, I try to balance that out a lot. You know what I mean? Uh, whether it's going to Denny's by myself and eating by myself, watching a movie, binging on a TV show by myself. Um, I'm a part-time introvert. You know what I mean? I can, But I can also sit up there and talk to people. And I think joy is just seeing other people laugh. That's my joy. Because I know when you have one of those real good laughs, it feels so good. It feels so good. And I That's like better. to see when other people is happy. Like when I know they're laughing like that, I know they're happy. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Okay. What privileges do you benefit from? Um, I would say the privilege right now. I have the I have the privilege to I want to say it has somewhere tied to me being married. You know, like I have the benefit. People give me the benefit of being a stand-up guy because I'm married and I've been married for for a minute. You know what I mean? So I probably have that privilege. But outside of that, um, I don't think I have anything outside of my marriage as a privilege. Love it. I will share that. You and I, like, man, I love when we have our conversations and when we have our nonverbal communications as married men, if that makes sense. It's mm-hmm. like it's on time. It's like even we've been on clubhouse and some wild stuff happened, we'll be like, hey, let's go ahead and get out of here. <laughs> you know? it, it's like it, it legit feels like it's messed up to say it like this, but it feels like we're inside of a warm, cozy house with a fireplace, and we seeing people outside in the cold, just shivering. And we just look, we just peek outside the window, and we're like, mm. yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. And and for, and for the record, everybody, anytime that I've seen um, Drake in the inside of a clubhouse room, I always went in there because of him. I never looked at the title, <laughs> and you know what? And Drake is so diverse that he'll be in some of the wildest, he'll be in some of the most professional rooms and some of the most wildest rooms, at least by title. Mm. Um, but one thing for sure, one thing is for sure, if you don't believe anything else I say, just know everything coach is going to be mentioned in those rooms. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
you should see me. You feel yeah. me. You go hear so, me. So when it came down to between you and Greg, y'all are the only reasons why I would go inside of a room because I'm like, well, if y'all in here, then I should be good. Because I, I looked at it as a as a house party. Mm-hmm. If I see if I see a house party jumping in and I heard Drake is gonna be there, if I see you at the at the house party, then I feel a little bit safe. Hey, I, hey, just like I'm in Clubhouse, I'm the same way in real life, man. I'll go out somewhere. I'm wearing a shirt. I have my business cards. I am bringing up everything culture, man. We go talk about it. I don't care what the situation is. We could be in the hospital. We talking about everything culture, man. Yeah, I'm hollering at the nurses like, how do you feel about doing this work? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about, baby. It's, it's everywhere. It's everything. It's everything. Um, all right. When did you realize you were different? Fourth grade. I think I remember this question. You hey, and you did say fourth grade too. Fourth grade when um when we had an assignment to uh we we was researching like the desert or something like that. And I remember one of the assignments where whatever we seen or whatever we pictured a desert, uh whatever information we got from reading and seeing what was in those textbooks, we had to illustrate it. And I had the best desert. I think in the school and they posted it on the um in the hallway for the rest of the year. And that's when I knew I was the greatest podcaster ever. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All from the A. It doesn't mean something. But yeah. You know, some people may know about that, you know, but that doesn't mean something, man. It's deep fourth grade. What's that? Nine, ten? I don't know. <laughs> all, 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 all I know is I remember the teacher was like, uh, they never uh, seen a kid pay attention to detail like that. Mm. And I didn't understand what he was saying. I was like, I was just doing the assignment. I understood the assignment. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. Who do you respect? You. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, it's like, 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 as far as like, uh, not even just as a podcaster, but as a man, I've seen you. And I hope I never see this because I don't never want to see you in this space, but I never seen you upset. I never seen you offended. I've never seen you in in a space where you was hating or anything like that. And then I'm like, um, and at first, you know, I didn't know much about you when we was on those late night Zoom calls. And I was like, who is this thing that just keep talking? But then I realized, like, no, this he's getting somewhere. And you don't go from, you know, I'm not sure where it started from, but I'm going to just throw a number out there. You don't start with just 100 people following you. And then two days later, it's at 19.9K, you know what I'm saying, out of nowhere. And I'm like, out of nowhere. <laughs> whatever he does, like, is it. And for you to... Um, go through this journey of being a podcaster and a content creator, having a passion to speak with people and things like that, that, and to grow a following. I don't really, I'm not a person that's wowed by the people that follow you. I'm amazed by how people talk about you. Mm. You know what I mean? So like, because you could buy followers, you know what I mean? Or you can go viral and get a gang of people to follow you just off of that viral moment. 
But when you got a gang of people following you because of your hard work and they speak highly of you, I'm impressed by that. And thank you, brother. Hey, so hey, once again, this is Baylor, the great Baylorism, Ronald Taylor Jr. And hey, thank you, man, for real. I really appreciate that. Um, once again, we've been chopping it up with us, man. We're going into this with question number 21 in a second. But I would I have to say, give me your same thing, respect to you, bro. Like, I just see you as a down-to-earth guy, man, family man. Hey, funny as hell. And if once again, same thing, vice versa. Now I can see my I know I get upset, you know. But I see if somebody upset Baylor, I'm gonna get upset. Like, I'm like, how did this even happen? <laughs> and, you know, this doesn't this dude just he would like he like he doing right now, he'll laugh something off, keep it going. And he comes off, you think he's just anyone say if you get to know him, you'll think different. But he come off just laughing, goofy at times. But man, y'all need to listen to BTG for president. And this is the plug right here. This dude, he'll just get on his mic and he just get the 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 giving the gospel, man. And it's just come natural. It just flows, you know. Um uh, you want to skin as being as a podcaster, I think we have longevity. We're not, it, we've just been doing this with two, three, maybe four years or so. But I feel like this is something that is a calling and mm-hmm. we're doing it for the right reasons. We're not doing it for the hype. We're not doing it for the cloud. We're not doing it to harm people. Like, because if you listen to just like people listen to everything culture, you listen to BTG for president, you go laugh at some things, but. Man, it's been some, I mean, it's, uh, I can count maybe on both my hands, some shows I can listen to with people that without guests, especially that just talk and is actually speaking, teaching, uh-huh. reaching. Okay. Uh, some folks I'm like, yeah, you, you ain't, you, you, you don't have any substance and this guy has substance and it'll hit you from nowhere. I mean, I don't know if I was in the car one day and I was eating lunch. And it was like, you know, new episode drop. You know, I said, you know how you scroll, you, you open your Spotify, your iTunes. Oh, you know, baby, let me put out a new episode. Let me hit this. I used to go straight to the Rare Sonics network, network, you know. But, man, I like, I don't know. I can't remember the exact topic. But you were so passionate. And it was like, you just dropped the mic on us. I'm like, oh, that's when I that's when I was talking about King Vaughn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, it's called, uh, it's called, um. Something about not unfinished. I was about to say they didn't finish business, something like that. Something something about but something about potential. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. That one. I'm talking about. It left chills in you, man. It's like and just and just boom. Like if you listen to it, and like one of the biggest people that I admire in comedy as well as entertainment is Dave Chappelle. That's what the episode felt like. It felt like you came on stage. You 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 talked to us, you reached us, you made us laugh, you made us think. And like, I'm just gonna drop this here. I'm not gonna give you any type of true closure. But I'm gonna leave you thinking about it. Not mm-hmm. that many people can actually do that, intentionally or unintentionally. So hey, much respect to you too, brother. Um, and I we already know this is something we just don't do for y'all. We call each other and give each other our roses outside of this too. That's how you know it's real. But. Mm-hmm. We Let's, just finished talking on the phone earlier about, about some feelings. That's how we back yeah. it. We just checking on each other, man. Real stuff. Hey, that's how I grow. All right. 
what are you responsible for? I'm responsible of taking care of another set of human beings until <laughs> my time is up. That's what I'm responsible for. Uh, and that's also my one of my biggest fears and not being able to provide for some people that I have to take care of. Uh, that's what I'm responsible for. And I'm responsible for leaving a legacy behind. Mm. Love it. Love it. Who were and who are your role models? My mom was a role model. Nip was a role model. Um, I, it might sound funny, but Joe, the R&B singer, role model. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't really know how to talk to women or treat women. That is one of the um, dirty macking. You know, it's your, it's your, it's your thing. And, and you know what? And and that's cool. But I understand both sides of it, though. I understand both sides of it. But hey, look, I'm I'm getting I'm giving it a real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I would say I would say I would say those three. I mean, I and I I can find role models in just about just about anybody. You know what I mean? Like my. My father-in-law is a dope role model. Um, yeah, my my pops-in-law role model. You know, uh, my coach who passed away some years ago, extremely like had an effect on my life. That was a huge role model in my life. So there's a few of them. These role models keep doing what y'all doing out here. That's something else we want to continue to build role models. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I ain't that role, but hey, be here for it. Okay. If you can go back in time and speak to your younger self, at what age would you go to and what would you tell yourself? Oh, I would probably go back to like middle school, maybe the seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And I would probably let that person know like, yo, have some patience, take school seriously. But one thing that my dad did teach me, one two things that stood out. He always said, "Make sure you learn how to dribble with your left hand." Didn't understand that. I do now. The other thing was he said, "Worry about your education." Even though he wasn't a great example, he still knew the answer. He just didn't share them as much. But when he told me, he was like, "Worry about school." He was like, "Don't chase." He said, "Chase the money. Don't chase the women, because they're gonna come regardless." Mm. Didn't understand that either. Hey, and, ooh, that's why you got to go back in time and tell yourself sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Man, and sometimes I, was, I, I want to ask, would you, you know, I'm going to throw it on. Would you listen to yourself? That's a good question. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know because, don't get me wrong, I, it wasn't like I was easily influenced, but I think it depended on who the person was. Yeah, I, I probably would. I probably would. It, it's a lot of things that have to factor for me to really sit down and be like, all right, I'm going to listen. You know what I mean? It has to be one of those damn near come to Jesus moment, you know, because like I said, it, it, I, the Lord would put different people in your life. He will throw out different signs. And sometimes you don't pick up on them mm-hmm. until it's too late. You know what I mean? So I think it depends on what's going on at the time. Agree, agree. How do you relax? So, man, edibles. 
I ain't gonna lie to you. That's that's the base of it. You know what I mean? Or um I watch movies, I watch TV shows, you know. I I I honestly like to watch them by myself because there's nothing to talk about <laughs> to me. You know what I mean? Uh I, I love shout out to my shout out to my Caucasian folks out there. I love I love white teenage drama TV shows, Dawson Creek. Uh, One Tree Hill, OC. Oh my God! Nine hundred two one zero. You know, I loved, I loved those shows, and, and and the main reason why is not the drama; it's the fact that they all lived a lifestyle that I wanted. Mm. Hey, shout out! Hey, this is the makings of BTG, y'all. The makings of Baylor the Great. Say. That does let me know right there. If your doppelganger ever came around, that's the question I'm asking because I would have never guessed that. <laughs> let me tell you that. Ever. I don't think anybody would get that. Like, uh, boy. Hey, you, can, you, can, you can ask my wife, man. Uh, One Tree Hill took a gang of sleep away from me. That's what I used to, by you saying One Tree Hill, that would have been like the last thing. That I would, if, if this was Family Feud and this was on the board of shows that Baylor like to watch, I promise you, One Tree Hill would even cross my mind. Like I don't even like watching oh, that commercial. Like <laughs> One One Tree Hill, you know. I, obviously, I got to say by the bell up there, but One Tree Hill, the OC, Dawson's Creek, it was their lifestyles that I was like, damn, I want those lifestyles. Like I wanted the lifestyle where my dad went to this high school and then I'm following his footsteps. Like I wanted that, and I had the opportunity to do that, but. My mind wasn't there, mm. you know what I mean? Um, and uh, obviously the areas that we stayed in wasn't like Laguna Beach <laughs> or anything like that. But no, I for sure love those TV shows because um, it was a lifestyle that I've always wanted. Damn, okay, okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Do you know three people who trust you? Yeah. Yeah, my best friend, one of my best friends, Will, uh, my granny, and my wife. Uh, that. No, you got a lot more people that trust you, but those are yeah. uh, your three. Those are my three. So you know who I'm calling first when I hit the lottery. <laughs> hey, straight, hey, straight up. Don't call a lot of people. That's all I tell you that right now. Absolutely not. Okay. What is a quote that you live by? Stay out the way. Mm. Where you get that from? You know, you know who you got it from? Myself. Hey, ain't it? Either that or um, uh, we're not going to heaven undefeated. Nobody's mm. going to heaven undefeated. Who that? Me. Oh, this man. See what, see what I mean? Bars. Okay, y'all know, you know, y'all know what it is. It's my favorite question. Your last meal. It ain't gonna be like a depressing last meal. But if oh, you, I thought you meant like the last thing I actually had, or what nah, would be? Nah, I'm talking meal? about this is your meal. Yo, yo, if you can have anything you can eat, anything that you, if you maybe you had it before, you never had it before, what would it be? And who would prepare it for you? Oxtails and macaroni and cheese. By who? I know people are gonna be like, this nigga's full of this shit. He's a real Capricorn. Me. 
<laughs> you gotta understand the best. And shout out to I just mentioned my boy Will. His mom makes the best macaroni and cheese on this side of the goddamn planet. And I've always asked, I ask her every year how to make hers. And you'll never get it down. But I've come close. And I perfected on making oxtails, me and my wife. Um, oh man, when that oxtail juice touched that macaroni and cheese, oh man. <laughs> you talk about food porn. Man, um, people don't understand it. People don't understand it. No, I'm going. I'm rolling with uh, mac and cheese, oxtails. I gotta have me either cabbage on the side, cornbread. I was gonna say, I, I didn't hear cornbread. <laughs> so no, like, yo, no, I, I'm gonna add on to the plate. You know what I'm saying? Dessert, dessert. I don't know how a lot of people are gonna feel about this, but any brother named Shabazz that make bean pies, I need that. Noted, noted. Yeah, or or a peach cobbler, right up my alley. You know, I, I you know I know we go back on our southern delicacies and the west coast treats, but yeah, that blueberry. My, my 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 family is from Texas, Louisiana, and Chicago and Memphis. It's so, in it, baby. Yeah, it's in it. We all connected. Oh my god! I know this completely side note. Um, um, what is it called? Um, I know it's Johnson. I can't think of your first name. Voiceovers. My brother, they're talking about um, the top five worst cereals. And he said Frosted Flakes. I like yeah, it. He said, he said that first, though. First. And he's a smart man. You know I know I love the material. Him. But right there, yeah. I'm like, mm-mm. Well, that's what I'm saying. That was a grabber. He he knew that oh. he was going to get. He got yeah. me. He, yeah. You got me. You got me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You figured me out. Yeah, because I, I, I saw you posted first, and I was trying to do it with yours, but I said it won't fit. I was gonna do. I said, man, but I like uh, uh-uh. mm. mm-hmm. but all serious. Nah, he, if he's serious, nah, brother, nah, brother, <laughs> nah, brother. And I will say this: I don't know how old you are, but you look like you're either around our age or a little bit older. We already know that they have gentrified the frosted flakes. The Man. flakes are not the same anymore. Man. At all. Nah, um, once again, we come hey, we coming back to Baylor in a second. Like I when I did the video on my TikTok comments, I didn't want to blast nobody. Cause like like Baylor said, I'm trying to be a respectful person, try to have fun, chill. But one of my great people, you know, I call them family. I hate calling people followers. But uh, baby girl said she put a little bit more sugar on her frosted flakes. And I'm like, ma'am. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. Ma'am. That's a little too much right there, Drake. It's a little too much there. Like, ma'am. They the most are... I ever the most I've ever done with uh frosted flakes was either A, the OG, cut some bananas up in it, or know? or two, if you want to get on your little you know what I'm saying? If you want to do something a little different in the bedroom, I added some granolas. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh. But they got a cereal made like that now, so. Yeah. But sugar, extra sugar on top of sugar, like, I was like, and you know, I like, baby girl, you gotta watch, and you know, I don't want to get on people. We got, we got to watch our health, black people. We got to watch not our just, health. Not just, not just watch our health, but I, let's just call a spade what it was. You was bad. You was a bad kid. You know, you should, no, she does this as an adult. That's what I'm trying to tell you. This is like, yeah, well, hey, <laughs> still, a, I still do, 
I still do things that that I did as a kid. You know what I mean? So, you know, I was bad too. Oh, boy, when I tell you, I said, I'm just going to leave her. I asked the question, and she was like, yeah. And I'm like, I ain't going to say nothing else. So I was like, I don't want nobody coming down on her. But, okay. (laughs) All right, our next question. We got, man, we got got three more questions, man. We rocking through here, man. It's been a pleasure. It's been a joy. I hope y'all still with us. Hope y'all having a good time, man. I hope y'all kick it back. I'm hoping y'all subscribing not only to Everything Culture, but subscribing to BTG for President, Rare Science Network. Y'all know what it is. Okay. I got to my lunch break boys out there to the lunch break company out there as well. Yeah. See, this is man working. Lunch break out there. Black horror humor. Oh my gosh. Shout the out to radio. Man, the breaks. I mean, we work. We working. Oh man. So what is your favorite holiday? Okay, so. Obviously, it's Christmas because my birthday is two days before it, mm. but not necessarily because I also love Thanksgiving. Mm. I would just say this. I, don't, I hope this is not a cop-out answer, but I'm a huge fan of the fall. I love the fall. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I, lo- I love how the atmosphere changes. I just, the, the streets smell different. You know what I'm saying? It gets dark earlier. It just feels different. It feels like an 80s movie. I will agree because season. See, you 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 come from. I'm be trying to tell my folks like tomorrow's Wednesday, so every Wednesday I take a picture of me driving down the street in the neighborhood. Now, what's really weird? People be recognizing. Oh, that's on so street. I'm like, y'all are some creeps. But um, but either way, I was taking a picture of the leaves changing. Man, the seasons don't change in the South, bro. The season uh, is just it goes hot, cold, hot, 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 hot. That's how I go. Being on the West Coast, man, like you see this shit is beautiful. Like, yeah. And I want to, I don't want to say weird, but the cool thing about Southern, Southern Cal is that the seasons will change accordingly, but the weather will still stay. Like our summer start in May and it go all the way. It can, it could possibly go all the way to, to December. Mm. So even though we talking about winter time, we still getting summer weather throughout the winter. You know what I mean? In uh, Texas, yeah. You know, a storm coming from nowhere. But mm-hmm. you got the, the, the hurricane season that's going on right now. I take it easy down there on my third coast, people. Yeah, shout out to them. Prayers. Pray big time, man. Oh, okay. Is there any year, do you remember a year that you had the best Thanksgiving or Christmas that you like, yeah, this the year. Probably the first the the Christmas that I got my PlayStation One, that was dope. Um, as far as the Thanksgiving, no, not not really. All of them run together. We already you know the Cowboys is gonna play. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but I would say the Christmas where I got my PlayStation One because I didn't think I was gonna get it. Yeah. Ain't that the best type of surprise, boy? Oh yeah, hey, a I need to get a reminder to put that PlayStation sound on this soundboard, the original joint. Like mm. <laughs> too hard. Okay, how would you want people to remember you? Um, that's a good question. I would probably say. You know what? I don't know if I want them to remember me, but I want the feeling 
when you when you bring up Chadwick Boseman or Kobe or Nip, I want it to sting like that. Oh boy, he's mm. like that, like that. Okay, last question: What changes are you bringing to your culture? I'm trying to push back against the stereotype of black men not being in their child's life, uh, not being a good husband, not holding down a fort. Um, uh, uh, you're talking about a middle-aged black man walking around with tats on his body. You know what I'm saying? So that, that comes with a stereotype. Uh, I work in a field where I take care of other people with mental and physical disabilities, um, which I have a passion for. And I would say that's about it. Mm. And I love it. And we love it. Man, BTG, Baylor, Ronald, if you're trying to be found, how can the people find you, brother? Mostly on Twitter. And I still have Baylor Degree but it's still suspended and I'm going to work on that one. I'm going to work on it so I can get it back. Because that one, that was, that was my popping one right there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had a lot of cats, like I had artists following me. Shout out to premium Pete. He followed me on that one. Um, yeah. I put in major work for that account, but as of right now is at Baylorism on Twitter at Baylor the great on IG. Uh, and I won't accept everybody because I don't accept no time no type of weird slander when it comes to me posting family content, family and friends content, things like that. But that's on IG. And I'm mostly between the three apps of IG, TikTok, and and Twitter. And I think Twitter is also Baylorism. And again, uh, Baylor the Great on IG. So you have a better chance of catching up with me on TikTok and Twitter. There you have it. Oh, you also can find him at BTG for President, Spotify, iTunes, Rare Science Network. You can find him with the lunch break as well, the crew. Like, man, you, yeah, you can find I, him. I, I, I definitely want to mention that. I'm, I'm sorry about that. But I definitely uh-huh. want to mention that. Rare Science Network, that's 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 the label. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my death row right there. That's your cash you know? money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but But, you know... You, Leah, that's Black Horror Humor. They can't take that away from us. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Black Horror Humor. I, that's that's special in my heart because you don't find too many Black people that watch scary movies in a humorous way oh, like we do. Uh, the, break, the Breaks Radio, that's Hayes, Mary, uh, Marquise. We break down the culture, everything under hip-hop that it represents. So shout out to them. And then my next journey in podcast is to to be a part of uh, a crew, the lunch break company, the lunch break money, the lunch break, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, at-risk therapy, uh, uh, cozy free throws. Like we, they got a lot of content over there, up and coming, but there are there they are already an established individual st- uh, established um, podcasters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what we're here for. Okay. Love it. Love it. Love it. Man. Hey, 
Thank you. Once again, the man out here working. You know, shout out to the dysfunctional family. You know. Uh, hey, yo, we got to bring them back, man. Like, we really, when you talk about, and I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a fallout. We all had to drift off, but we need to get that. We need to get that going again. We working, you know, man. You know, and, you, and you know what? I'm going to have to call out Peabody. I'm going to call him out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you did you 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 looking like Dollar Bill right now. Okay. You look like you ran out the back of the club. You ran out the back of the club on us, man. Real talk. Hey, well, we still here, baby. We still here. Yeah. That's my thing. You know, I was able to, man, when I came down to Houston, I was able to meet Chase for the first time, King Colin P. A, hey, he, he, he is one of the most underrated characters in the group because he could build, he could, he could build an alternator out of uh, tissue. And sh- and we see it. And he'll show us how to do it. And he just be yeah. just wipe his brow, then read a book, then um, go and do some woodwork. Then we're going to the studio, put put together a microphone, and like, oh, heavily give that man his, his props, bro. And that's what I was going to use the quote he say, man, if you don't see me, just understand I'm working. Yeah. Hey, I seen him. Um... I seen him pump up a tire with an empty uh, toothpaste tube. I was like, man, this guy is good. <laughs> He's good. Man. So, like, man, we got King Colin P, Peabody, Mike. Peabody, Jay, Jay uh, Mike. She was to make 19 sandwiches in a row. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. I was able to meet her when they came down. Shout out to Dawn. I just texted Dawn yesterday, checking with her. I know the school year back in, see if the classroom need anything. Hey, let me um, tell you something about Dawn, man. Dawn be, Dawn be set tripping, man. Hey, <laughs> get off my girl. She came through. She came through. Look, I, all I, Dawn likes pizza. That's all I know. She Dawn does. just wants some pizza. But I got to find her something that she liked. That she, she came with the makings of you. She have a very specific taste. She's very... Who's wall when it comes to her pizza, you know? So because that's how I, I that's about my wife. Um, we can't forget about the hardest working woman in this podcast game. Um, Shan. Um, let me see if I, if I, if I got a fan. Live. Am I missing anybody from the family? I said Mike. I said Jay. You got the you got the truck cast. Truck cast. The the, the ones that brought me into it. The truck cast, man. We got Humvee house party, baby. You know, them boys still got it, man. I'm like, I'm waiting for them. I'm surprised they ain't got their own thing going on because I want to see the inside of the truck, though. Like everybody that been up in there, I've been in that. I've been in that thing twice. I ain't been in the truck. I'm mad though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that episode, man! I'm telling you, that was the last podcast that I was part of in Houston. Being on that show, and it was a trip, boy. It was a trip. I was, I was out of there. Oh, I need to go back and look at that once again. And I, I, once again, we love what we doing. We just chopping it up, y'all. We about to close out. Oh no! And don't forget Mike. Did you say Mike? Oh yeah, of course I said Mike. Okay. Uh, opinions like asshole, Mike and Vince. Oh, Curry. hey, 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 Mike be trying to debate everything. Everything, but that's Mike. That's what we trying that's to tell Mike. you. Yeah, like, like I know people used to think it's me. I'm like, mm mm, nah. Y'all ain't mad, Mike. Mike has debated on how his own name should be spelled. Yeah, I, I legit was like, I was staying my grounds. Don't get me wrong, but nah, I, I, uh-uh. <laughs> like, you got it, Mike. You got it. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. 
But that that's that's the way we go. That's that's how we do the crew. But man, that's one thing I look forward when we all come back as a collective, and we should do a whole show together. Like I don't, it, it gonna be a little chaotic, but I think it'll be good to have. Yeah, but it all but it all makes sense though. Mm-hmm. I remember one of the dopest. I remember one of the dopest zones when we was talking about we was talking about politics one night. Yeah, and knowing that some of us are even even some of us not even well versed in politics, but we was getting them bars off that night. Hey, you know and, shout, and shout out to Leah too, because Leah oh, yeah. she'll start a fire, just start a fire and get right up out of there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And that's what I say, man. If I'm gonna say what I gotta say, and we keep it going, you go put the humor into it. Like the one that I always I want the one I always want to get more know more about is Mai. Mai is always quiet, but when she speaks, she speaks with. She always because she always working though. I know. I'm sorry. I'm gonna start asking her for some money. (laughs) I know you got. I know you got it. They traveling all the time. I like once again between uh, my home girl. um, Sid and Jay and my. That's where all my COVID prayers go to. Like let's traveling, they be they doing. Stay on that. They, they, both of them, they stay on the airplane. Stay on one, boy. Even oh, but hey, once again, shout out to Humvee. Shout out to um all my folks out there, man. Like hey, it's much love. We had a lot of things happen this year. Um, DB, you know, hey, that guy there, he's just. I need. Mean, I really need to check on my people, man. That's what I said. Been a minute. It's been a minute, but I really appreciate all, man. And that's what we do. This is the makings of BTG right here, y'all. Bailey the Great, Everything Culture. You can find us anywhere you listen to a podcast, just about. Matter of fact, just go to our website at www.everythingculture.com. You can find all our links from there. We can save a lot of time with that. Um, merchandise. It ain't going to be, we, we kind of sold out now, but we re up. Baylor and I, oh my God, Baylor. We didn't even talk about, hey, once again, this man is talent. We talking about podcasts. We ain't even talking about his art. We ain't even talking about his clothing, his his eye for design. Boy, I got to, oh, it's different. We'll get there. It's great. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll get I ain't there, trying to man. put no pressure on this guy. I mean, you see him blushing over here, but I'm for real. Because I'm a, I, I didn't tell him this, but I'm letting him know. I'm going to need some, you know, I don't know if I would have been saying this on TikTok. Every time I was going to do this at like a, a thousand followers, I wanted to do a giveaway. I got mm-hmm. to 5,000 followers. I wanted to do a giveaway. I like, okay, I said, I'm already past five, 10,000. I'm at 15 right now. I want to do three giveaways now. And I want to okay. do one in, but I want to do like get some hoodies, man, like special hoodies, like, hey, TikTok ish. We we was good. I think we even talked about it, man. But all in all, being said, um, hey, this man here, he has a very unique Baylorism. Y'all see me the hoodie that I have on um, on Clubhouse, Twitter, and I think even on TikTok. That was this man right here. He did that. Once again, shout out to him. But hey, man, much love, much love, man. So hey, I want to say thank y'all again. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all tuning in. We'll see y'all with the next Making You as well as with our next episode. Take care and God bless. Peace.